Who shot John E. Bravo? Never mind that. Who booked John E. Bravo? Who signed the bloody contract? And who writes his sodding material? Because he is crap. And what we've got tonight is soap opera as wrestling, or wrestling as soap opera. Who shot Johnny Bravo? Tommy Dreamer. With the Sherlock Holmes hat and coat, having an investigation. If anybody can make this nonsense fly, it will be Tommy Dreamer. So let's see. Apparently, Bravo is in a critical condition. Well, so am I. He's a pile of old crap. He can't do the work. It's badly written. And even if it was good, he wouldn't be able to make it good. There. So, let's get on with the reason why we came. The wrestling. And we've got Donna Perrazzo versus Sue Young. Because Kylie Ray, of course, is no longer wrestling. And we don't quite know why. Hope she's okay. But they are, because of her uh, non-appearance... At Bound for Glory, they are changing things a little. So Sue Young and Perrazzo, the rematch from Bound for Glory. And it's not good. In fact, it's really rather poor. Very little to, to tell you about here. There's a panic switch out of a Perrazzo, um, Perrazzo armbar. There's a kind of very nice sort of reverse tree of woe from Sue Young. And then a Rana um, to get to bring Purazo into the buckle. That's a nice little move. She, of course, hits the mandible claw. Kimberly throws the chair in. Sue Young uses it. Or they have a bit of a, 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 I want the chair. No, I want the chair. Now it's gone into your stomach. There's a DQ. That's it. What a rotten way to start a programme. And it doesn't get any better because here's Heath with his leg injury or hernia or whatever it is being eased into his seat by Rhino. He's grimacing all the way through the meeting. Uh, Scott Demore says, this is great and, you know, we'll get this contract signed and then you will be in the ring next week. And he's saying, oh, well, maybe we'll just leave it a bit, you know. But the contract is everything he ever wanted. I don't know where we've, um, where suddenly Scott Demore has, has softened on all these ridiculous uh, clauses that were put into the contract before just because he's Rhino won the, the, the gauntlet battle royal doesn't mean to say he needs to honour that contract we never said that we've just forgotten about that though haven't we but as he says you'll come back when you're healthy we'll sign this when you're healthy and he hobbles out in comes the barrister more work for him I thought we'd seen the last of him last week but no he's got another paycheck well done mate something for your IMDB page innit the match, apparently, um, that he's going to get, he's going to get what he wants for his client, Donna Perrazzo, because at the next monthly event, which will be um, which will be Turning Point, or is it no Turning Point? Either way, I'll be watching it, won't I? It's going to be a no DQ match. Now, the barrister did some quite good work at this. He said, oh, I don't really think we can... No, surely we don't need to... So that was quite nice, but I hope this is the last we see of him because it's just an AEW idea and it's not done as well in Impact. To the match of the night, but it doesn't really have much competition. Bay versus Trey. You know this is going to be fairly fast-paced. However, tonight it wasn't. It became a little slow. It lagged a little, certainly in the middle. It looked as if they were measuring themselves 
if not each other. There were some good moves in this. There was uh, Bay on um, t- on on, um, on Trey's shoulders. He was then dumped on his front, but he he managed to spring up and hit what looked like a low Hurricane Rana, which I is not exactly that, but it looked bloody good, I have to say. Bay actually was a bit nastier tonight. He raked the eyes and just smacked Trey on the back to knock him over. There was a great springboard from Trey over uh, Bay and then a kick to the back of Bay's head and it started to get better. By the end of the match, it was rather good because Trey hit a really lovely cheeky sidekick and then a low cutter for the two count. Really nailed it. Nicely done. Eventually, there was a cheeky Nando's kick from... uh, Thank you very much, Mr. Osprey. From um, from Trey, but Bay got the the hands up. He then came off the top, hit the cutter for the pin. By the end, that was good, but it did lag in the middle. And when you're saying this is the best match of the night, you can see what I'm what I'm going to be saying later, can't you? So to locker room talk with Dashwood and Rain. Um, and uh, Jordan Grace. Jordan Grace in there saying, well, uh, I need a team member. How about it? Tennille. Tennille asks Madison Rain. Jordan Grace storms off. That's it. That's it. The ref is interviewed by Tommy. You know, you could be the one who shot Bravo. Why would I shoot Bravo? He was nasty to you. Here's the clip. He goes, Dreamer and Co- Dreamer and uh, and uh, Cody Dina, and then also um, then also Swinger in, both being interviewed. We've got things to do. I've got things to do. Why? We're both in a match. Who against each other? Ha 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 ha! Off you go and get your match. Oh, that's just awful. Perhaps Rohit can change things. Here's a, def- a defeat Rohit section. TJP comes out after he's done his little bit of chat in street clothes. Tell, tell, he tells TJP he's lost. No other opportunity apart from to leave the ring. TJP talks himself up. He's done a load of stuff. He's really been resting a long time. He's hit those heights. He, drove, he throws a drink at uh, Rohit. Apparently, according to Matthews, it's hot tea. They fight. The only thing hot about this was the apparent tea because there's no real heat in this discussion at all. Here's Page versus Gallows. If anybody can pull a good match out of Gallows, it'll be Ethan Page. And he did some really good work. He couldn't really master uh, Gallows at first because he's much bigger and gets angry. Talks to Alexander, his partner on the the outside, gets angry, kicks the guardrail, all of that. Talks to himself, gives himself a pep talk. Very good at all this. In the meantime, Gallows doesn't, uh, doesn't know what to do. He's just walking around the ring thinking, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing now. I'll just look a bit menacing with me, with me, me, with me blackened beard. Oh, yeah. Anyway. When Paige takes over, there is a nice smooth DDT. Lovely high high drop kick for a two count. Talking Shop Mania 2. The pay-per-view is announced. No thanks. I think I'd rather have my gums set alight. In the end, Gallows wins with a clothesline, several clotheslines, shoulder tackle, a boot, 
and a rather crap super kick. What a bore this was. No reason for it. And even Paige couldn't pull a good match out of lumbering Doc Gallows. Next, we've got Swoggle interviewed. I don't really want to see this, even though Swoggle's quite fun. Has his book, showing us everything, saying he's no longer a joke. In, the, in um, wrestling, he's laughed at by Brian Myers, who comes in and says, yes, you are a joke. All of that. I run Impact Wrestling, he says. Really? Are you the one to be blamed? Because it's got worse since you turned up, mate. Anyway, Cody versus Swinger. No reason for this match. Another holdover from Wrestle House. Matthews says that uh, Bravo, John E. Bravo, is in the hospital in critical but stable condition. Hopes he's just okay. Rain questions it and he laughs. <laughs> I didn't mean just okay. I meant I hope he's just okay. Anyway, nothing to report from this match apart from the finish is a foreign object and if I hear the phrase loaded fanny pack within the next 25 years it'll be too soon next up Moose he's been infected by EC3 who's not here tonight and may have left small mercies he says he's now born again doing a very controlled speech Moose can do this he can do a bit of acting you know that he says you have been warned, so he's doing all the EC3 shtick. Mac is out. Moose gets the upper hand, wraps a camera cable around his throat. That's despicable. We saw that in the uh, in the mid-80s. There you go. Next, Bay into Swan. Swan won't let him have a title shot. Next, Dreamer talking to 10 people. You're all suspects. Even Dreamer can't make this absolute clinker fly. Now, God. Edwards and Swan versus EY and Callahan. EY's got a new mankind like mask, but he's not the same quality, of course. Swan has a nice entry with lots of energy, lots of nice um, splits in the ring, plays the, the belt like a guitar, but not like Hogan. That would be really poor. There are some nice dives over the top from, from Edwards and Swan. Um, Callahan puts a headlock on Edwards, but his facials make it better than just the usual headlock bore. Eddie hits a good superplex on EY off the top. There's a nice kick to Callahan on the top and a, a sweet double cutter from Swan. He's got some really nice moves, we know that. Then there, there's a, the, the best spot of the match. Swan and Eddie hit sharpshooters on both EY and Callahan in the middle of the ring. Callahan wants to, to, to tap. EY stops him. That's great. So Eddie then hits the backpack stunner on Callahan and goes straight into a single leg Boston when he kicks out. Of course, Ken Shamrock's in. Looking like he doesn't quite know why he's there. And neither do I. Eddie's distracted. There's a bad pile driver from Callahan for the pin. And that's it. This is the worst impact I have seen so far. This is full of poor matches, bad angles, and a soap opera. It's getting worse. In the past, we had long angles, some interesting characters. You pushed the wrestling. That was the most important thing, and it had a freewheeling sense of fun. Now it looks like everyone's got their tongue in their in their in their in their, their cheek. Not in their throat, they wouldn't be able to breathe. In their cheek. And they're just looking at us as if to say, isn't this ironic? Isn't this funny? Eh? Look at all this insider shit. 
Well, I'm sorry. If I if I see you saying it's insider shit, I don't believe that's entertaining insider shit. Freewheeling fun is different to I'm working you all. And I don't want to see a recycled Dallas plot. Let's get this John E. Bravo thing over with. Let's get him out of this company and let's get some proper wrestling done. Because you know what? You've got the roster to be able to do it. It's a damn shame. It's two out of five. And I am getting sick of this rubbish. Ta-ta.